wait a minute, time out, hold the phone. Why are you wanting to go nationwide when you got people in your little town and in your little neighborhood that need your help? Why do you want to do that? Go into what you do and do it locally right there. Welcome to The Clinical Entrepreneur, a business podcast that's dedicated to healthcare practitioners just like you who are hustling every day to build a business and a life you're proud of. Join me, Rhonda Nelson, as I share my own experiences and extract actionable advice from industry experts about what it takes to build and scale a profitable wellness practice. Well, hey, friends, I've got a special guest for you today on the podcast. This interview is very unique, as you'll soon find out. I've not done an interview like this before, but I, through a series of events, met my guest, Jeff Van Campen. And I think you're going to enjoy this, especially if you are a chiropractor. But if you're not, that's okay. There are some great tips and information here that you are going to love. So Jeff Van Campen from Clinic Growth Accelerator, he is going to talk to us about marketing and getting new traffic from Facebook. Now, if you're facebook averse, I get it, but just listen because there's some great marketing tips in here for you that you'll be able to use no matter your discipline. And he is going to give you all kinds of great information. We're going to talk a little bit about the kinds of offers that you always want to make on social media. We're going to talk about the value of a good lead magnet, what download he's got, a free resource that he has for you at the end. And then he and I really kind of got into a little bit more detail about the nuances that you need to be aware of if you ever do decide to hire someone to help you with your marketing online, because there's a lot of snaky people out there that will take advantage of you. In fact, Jeff and I both agree that the large majority of them will absolutely take you to the cleaners. So we talk about the things to look for and a really important key question that you want to ask if you do decide to hire someone to help you with your marketing. And then we talked about the importance of transparency in marketing online. So lots of great information here, but especially if you're a chiropractor, you're going to want to listen, but lots of good information. So here we go. Here is my interview with Jeff Van Campen. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I have my super new and great friend, Jeff Van Campen, on the podcast. And Jeff is kind of like a marketing rock star. Jeff, welcome to the podcast. Rhonda, I appreciate you having me. Great intro. And I'm super excited to take this conversation and see what kind of value we can add to the listeners. Yeah. So let me tell you, for all of you watching or listening, how I met Jeff. Well, let me back up a little bit. I am a person that I don't believe in competition. I think that everybody plays in the same field together. And when you, as like for me, as a business coach and a business mentor and a marketer, you know, I'm always looking at like, what are other people doing? Who are people that I feel kind of vibe with my jam and I could like connect with? And so I found Jeff through an ad on Facebook, opted into his lead magnet. Of course, that's what any good marketer is going to have, right? Is a great lead magnet. So I opted into his lead magnet. And I'm not doing it because I'm trying to rip anybody off. I'm just like really curious about what other people are doing. And I was interested about this because he does marketing and they market on Facebook to get more people in the practice. And I was like, well, this is really interesting. And lo and behold, within what, Jeff, maybe, I don't know, a day, two, three days, I get a text message from Mr. Jeff himself. And he says, hey, Rhonda, I noticed we're in the same field. I'd love to chat with you. 
And instantly he won my heart. And here's why. Because I knew right away that Jeff, like myself, didn't have that mentality of, well, because he went to my website, clearly. He's scoping me out, doing the Snoopy thing. And he realized that we were kind of doing the same thing. And he reached out to his credit. He reached out to me and said, hey, I'd love to connect with you and learn more about what you're doing and see how we might be able to work together. Ah, music to my ears. So that right there tells you a lot about the credibility and integrity of this man that we are about to hear from. So Jeff, now with that intro, way to go. I'm going to let you talk a little bit about what you do and kind of our first interaction and I'll let you take it from here. That sounds awesome, Rhonda. And I completely couldn't agree more actually in the fact that there's not really competition in the world. In fact, one of our first mentors, he said, there's no such thing as competition. There's only better or worse marketing, right? That's exactly. all it really is. Because the yep. market's always right. The consumer's always right, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the journey was that, you know, so you had downloaded the Scale Your Clinic book. I saw, I was doing a little homework on you. I probably called you a couple of times as I do most of the leads that come in and I did a little homework and I'm like, oh, this individual is different. Yeah. Rhonda has, you know, a little bit more synergistic energy into what we do here. And yeah, I'm always a big believer in collaboration and mutual value and now we're getting the opportunity to be a part of each other's show. You know what I mean? And so to give listeners a little bit of perspective of kind of the journey that I've been on inside of chiropractic and, you know, online acquisition, the journey did not start online. I went to school for industrial and systems engineering in University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. I still love it, live out in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And I met my business partner in school. I was going and I was actually in a physics class, believe it or not. And after the exam we had one week, we were out kind of debating in the hallway about you know, what questions we had done well on, what questions we more than likely had bombed kind of deal. And I started talking to this individual and his name was Nick. And I realized very quickly that he was also really into business like me and he didn't want to follow that corporate route. And that's kind of what led us on the journey to start businesses together. And so we started our first company while going to school. It was just a clothing business that probably lost about $4,000 total. But in terms of net gain, in terms of knowledge gained and skills acquired, yeah. it was a massively successful journey, you know, and that's really was our first business venture in college, wasn't a huge financial success, graduated, got a corporate job. He got a corporate job. We both worked for about 18 months. And then we were just like, you know what? Like we got no kids. We got no yeah. houses. I didn't even have a car at the time. You know, I, like if I'm going to start something, now is the time. You know, I don't have dependents. It's the least risky time for me to start, you know? So in April of 2018 is really when we formed the business. And basically the first couple of years was just trying to figure out what's going to work. And in 2020, when COVID hit, we basically dropped all of our advertising partners besides chiropractors, decided to go all in serving one niche. And since 2020, we have basically put a little over 200 docs through our accelerator program. And we currently service about 100 active clients, give or take roughly all around the country. So it's been a nonlinear journey, like most things but I love business. My parents were both business owners. I knew as a little boy that I was going to be into business. I didn't know how or when, but it was one of those life callings, you know what I mean? Right. And I, I don't think I was put on earth to do anything else, but run businesses, right. you know? So that's how I got here. Hopefully that's the short and sweet. I love that. And I especially love that you tried out the business and you had a fail, but yet you said it was a win. And you know, there's things in business that we do and you think, oh, this is a really great idea. I did this too. Like you think, oh, great idea. I'm going to do this. I'm leaning in. And you go in all in and then you realize, yeah, that didn't work out so well. Lost not some so money, good. not so good. But the lessons that you learn about what works and what doesn't are invaluable. 
They're to your point. They're just absolutely invaluable because it's just information. I don't like to use the word failure. I just like to think of it as information. Now we have information. We know that doesn't work. Not going to go down that road because there's a big, you know, ditch at the end and I crash my car. No, I'm not going to do that. So then what you did was you took your business, started kind of did your next business and, you know, over through a series of events, you decided to really fine tune and focus in on just chiropractors in the marketing that you do. And so tell me about that. Why did you make that decision? Why chiropractors? Why not dentists? Why not blah, blah, blah? Why did you choose chiropractors? Yeah, there's actually, that's a really, really good question. And believe it or not, there's actually kind of three fundamental reasons that we did that. The first is I was actually a patient of chiropractic. And so I was already kind of involved in the profession. So I felt like a sense of connection. I had gotten a lot of value. So at the time, like, you know, you figure 2018, I'm roughly 25 years of age. You guys can guess the age now, right? But I'm roughly 25 (laughs) years old. And the year before I had had like, and even increasing, I had really debilitating like back pain. I played a lot of video games growing up and then I work a computer job, you know, and I'm tall and skinny. So like my posture was just trash. You know what I mean? And so I started seeing a chiropractor because I had back pain at a very young age. And I'm like, if I'm going to live to see 60. I'm going to be miserable. You know what I mean? So like, I got to take yeah. some action. So that was kind of the first thing I was involved in the profession. The second was I had a group of friends that actually were a little bit of ahead of us in their business journey. And they were really involved in physical therapy. And that was their niche and their avatar. And these guys, they run a very successful organization now. I think they had they just had their first half million dollar month. You know what I mean? So, I mean, they're crushing oh, cool. it inside of physical therapy, you know? They were like just a few years ahead of us. And so they're like, hey, look, like we can help you model what we're doing for physical therapists, for chiropractors, because we were debating what to do. And so that kind of catapulted us a little bit. And nice. then the last thing was like a little bit more personal kind of relation is that like, I just think that health is not pills and health is not pharmaceuticals. And I really just truly believe that. So my dad actually had an aortic aneurysm when he was 57 years old and lived. He's still with us today. You know what I mean? And if you know anything about that, that's not something that you usually survive from, but he must've had more wisdom to share, you know? (laughs) So I look at that now and I'm like, you know, like health is really like proactiveness, you know? And so if we can take this vehicle of chiropractic and share it to thousands of people a day across all of our clients' businesses, like the amount of impact you can have is huge because you're introducing all of these people who don't know that the vehicle of chiropractic is a viable solution and now giving them the opportunity, right? So one of our partners, his name is Baron Hogue. He's been a mentor and a client of ours for years. And he always said, you know, we want to make chiropractic the number one healthcare choice in the world, right? Where people have the freedom to choose where they go. You know what I mean? So it was a lot of different factors, but those were the three big things. And from a business standpoint, simplicity wins all day, you know? So like you mentor these individuals and I talk with docs and they're like, hey, like, you know, I'm doing 10K a month. I want to add in, you know, neurofeedback or decompression or shockwave. And I'm like, man, you haven't even maxed out the Cairo yet. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Preach it, baby. Right. So I think for us, like we keep our business simple. We do social media advertising for chiropractors and spinal decompression. That's it. You know what I mean? Will it expand in time? Probably. But for right now, like simplicity wins. And like the more I could get to know the avatar and chiropractors, the more I could serve them at the highest level possible rather than having a bunch of different avatars, you know? I so love that. And I'm always, always preaching the importance of finding your niche. 
Find the thing that lights you up, the thing you're good at, and then go all in on that. And a lot of times practitioners will say to me, oh, I want to have a virtual practice and I want to be nationwide. Like, wait a minute, time out, hold the phone. Why are you wanting to go nationwide when you got people in your little town and in your little neighborhood that need your help? Why do you want to do that? Go into what you do and do it locally right there. So when you and I talked the first time, And I found out what you do as far as the marketing. Do you remember the question that I asked you about Facebook ads and ad budget? Do you remember the question I asked you? I don't, to be honest with you. That's okay. Ask me again. I'm going to ask you, but you'll say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you know, I'm an avid marketer, love marketing, love all the things and love helping these practitioners grow their practice. Mm -hmm. So in my own business, I've used ads. And so one of the things that I have found is that most ad companies that run ads for people and promise, I'm going to get you 500 new people in one month. You're going to get new leads for this. You and I both know the large majority of them are junk. Mm -hmm. They're never going to deliver. And one of the things that they do that you watch out for is an agency that says it's going to be X dollars for the whole month. So let's say it's going to be $8,000. Do you remember? $8,000 for the whole month. You're going to pay us $8,000. We are going to run the ads and we are going to get you, you know, phone calls. Now, whether those phone calls are qualified or not, it could be a grandma that's calling you. Like, you don't know the quality of those phone calls. And so I asked you, do you bill in one large thing? Do you just charge a flat fee or do you separate out the money that you spend that the practitioner would spend on ads versus the fee they're paying you to manage it? Yes. And your answer was, we split them out. And I was like, yes, now I have found my man over here because that's how you know, as a clinician, as a business owner, that you're getting your money's worth, that they're literally letting you pay for the ads and all you're doing is paying the maintenance fee or the fee for them to do the strategy. So what yes. Jeff does brilliantly is not only operate with integrity and you know character in what he's doing, but he's figured out how to get those chiropractic patients in the door. Yes. Yes. That's accurate. And it wasn't always like that. You know, I think we had talked before, like I used to collect the ad spend when the business first started, it was 5,000 bucks a month. I mean, just to give out some fees. I mean, the program is going to range now, obviously, but say easy math The program was five grand. And then 2000 of that was ad spend, you know? And like, we always operated with integrity, but the problem is, is there wasn't like a consistent amount of transparency, right? So like I would have even clients that would, you know, make a hundred grand in three months, they would still ask me, you know, can I get the receipts? Are we spending the whole 2000? Where are we at? And like when you have, you know, 75, 80 people at the time they're doing this for, it's like, this this is a nightmare. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like, I can't be sending receipts twice a day, you know? So basically we reverse engineered the business probably about 18 months ago and basically just said, Hey, look, like we're only going to basically take management fee. We're going to set you guys up on separate ad accounts. You're going to directly get the bill. You can look inside the ad account if you so choose just to make sure we're doing our thing, but it's just hundred percent transparency because the reality of marketing and advertising for someone who's not educated on it, it's the same as going to a mechanic or when you're undereducated, yeah. right? So like That's right. you take your car, they're like, Hey, can I get an oil change? And all of a sudden the guy comes back or the gal comes back and they're like, Oh yeah, you need tires, you need rotors, you need brakes. And you can't validate any of it because you don't have yeah. the skills, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the same is true with a marketing agency is that like, you have to like, whatever transparency you think you need to provide, you need to double that. Because the practitioner is undereducated and because they're undereducated, they become skeptical. So you got to give them all the data, all the homework, all the reliability and accountability 
And that's how you build a relationship, you know? Yep. I totally agree. So in my, as you know, Jeff, like my audience, these are functional practitioners and they're practitioners of all different kinds. Like I've got acupuncturists and health coaches and all that, and a large number of chiropractors. And one of the things that chiropractors will say is some of them say, I don't want to do chiropractic anymore. I just want to do functional medicine, which is awesome. And I love that. However, there's a large number of chiropractors that are still doing adjusting. And this is how they want to get their people in the doors. They want to get the chiropractic patients in the door because the conversion from a chiropractic patient to a functional medicine patient is pretty dang easy. When you got Mm -hmm. them on the table and you're talking about, hey, are you constipated? And they say, well, yeah, doc, how did you know? And you go, well, because I can right here. And are you having trouble sleeping or is your stress? How's your digestion? It's super easy to make that transition. So as a way to bring in more people for something that's already being done in the practice, i.e. chiropractic, how is your strategy to do that? You don't need to lift up the hood and give us away your secret sauce. But I'll give away the whole farm. That's my secret. You know what I mean? Let, I'll give away whatever you want to know. Let's so you, talk about it. The question is, is like, what's the acquisition strategy for Cairo, right? Correct. How do you do what you do? And why would someone listening say, yes, Jeff, I want to help. What are the criteria? Like, How do you do it? And how do you make sure that it's a right fit? Because same for me, like if I'm going to work with someone as a mentor and a coach, I got to make sure they're a right fit. So you have that same process. Yeah, absolutely. So the first qualification part is like our relationship with the provider, right? So like when I look around in like our business, and I didn't know this when I first started, but we're really good at serving cash-based offices, right? That's my game, right? Insurance, like... There are some markets that insurance is okay, right? But for the most part, insurance, it just doesn't mesh with who I am and who the business really is or what the business really is, I should say. So that's like first and foremost, right? The second is you have to be open to a formal sales process, right? And what I mean by that is like, if we're just doing like a pay per visit model, that's okay. But like, I need you to be open to the idea of not doing that. Right. Because if a doctor's relationship is to truly create a lifestyle change, then the PVA can't be two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's just not a lot of long term relationship there. And like the reality is, is like chiropractic eventually becomes somewhat of like going to a health club. You know, like you're not going to just cancel the gym membership when you're ripped. You're not going to be ripped anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like we're looking for docs that like are looking to number one, like serve people at a high level for a very long time. Number two, they're looking to make some serious money. Like, I don't like to beat around the money conversation. Like, we hand out these trophies, you know, once a quarter, 500K, 250 grand. So, like, people got to want to make money, right? And two is, like, do we mesh? Like, three is, like, the chemistry. It's, like, the last thing is the chemistry. You know what I mean? Like, do I like you? You know what I mean? Because, like, if I'm already struggling with you in the first 15-minute conversation, like, I'm not going to put my team up to that challenge because, like, my team is very chemistry aligned with me. You know what I mean? So, like, that's the last part is, like, are you cool? You know what I mean? I know that sounds weird, but like it matters a lot, you know? There's a lot of creepy people. I mean, love y'all that are listening and all that, but there's some like weirdos out there. They just want the moon and they don't want to pay for it or they have too much limiting belief and they don't believe it's possible. They want to argue. I'm like, I'm not your person. Jeff, you would say the same thing. I'm just not your person. Yeah, Yeah. I tell people that all the time. And that's the beautiful thing about the people think the job of the salesperson is to get a yes. That's completely untrue. The job of the salesperson is to get a yes or a no. And you're supposed to, define the pipeline and then take yep. further action. You know, I like, we'll tell our sales guys sometimes, like I'll be listening to the call. I'm like, dude, get off that call. 
get off the call. There's nothing there for you. You know what I mean? They're not their insurance model. They don't want to change. They're stuck in their ways. Yeah. They're already asking about like anyone who jumps on the call right away and says, Hey, what's the price? I'm like, see ya. You know what I mean? Like if that, that's yeah. your only concern, then like we'll talk later. You know what I mean? I so that's kind of a side tangent. So that's kind of like the avatar of like who we look for, right? Cash base. Are you a good person? Are you open to making some money? Right. Yeah. As far as like our clients process, right? So we're social based. And so with social, like Facebook, Instagram, you can get a lot of volume. You can get leads and bookings very quickly, right? But this big secret is that like, you don't want to invite everybody into the office. So yes. like, I'll give you some like real numbers and it doesn't always work out like this, but it did for this account. We started a new account with a guy named Dr. Jefferson. He's a hell of a nice guy. He's got like four or five kids, you know, and he was really was like, I need you guys to help me scale. We have already booked him in the first 10 days, 105 booked appointments on his calendar. He had 43 Shut bookings up. in the same week. It doesn't always work like that, but this one did, right? And so we blew him up. And so the key there is that like, are all those 43 this week going to be patients and qualified? To yeah. No, that's no. not the case, that's you know? Right. And so what our docs do and what we train is that like everybody must be spoken to by someone on your team to confirm their appointment. You won't yeah. confirm via text. You will confirm via email. And then we'll teach them a strategic script to get them to qualify the person and then take prepayment before they show, you know, so that everybody shows up as a buyer, which then increases conversion, increases compliance and just ultimately gets the doctor what they want. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Does that make sense there? Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this. I love the attention to not only when you're bringing on a new chiropractor into your world that you're looking for that good fit, but then you're also training the chiropractor how to also determine good fit. Exactly. So you're exactly. taking your own model and you're teaching and walking your talk and you're basically teaching them how you do what you do. And in mm -hmm. order to screen, you get them to pay up front. That, by the way, is called a micro conversion. So you get someone to take an action and you get them to take an action with money. They're more likely to take another action with money. Exactly. If you, if you deliver on what you say, if you say, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and then you don't show up and you're an hour late and they're not going to pay you. So you got some responsibility on that. But I do love that model. I think that's very well said. The micro conversion. And the cool thing is, like you said, like once somebody pays a business once, they're likely to pay the business again. Exactly. Yep. Now, one thing that's worth going like into, you know, because just because I think it's important and I feel very like strongly about this as I've grown my own company like this and I've seen others explode their own business. If you're listening, try not to get too emotional about that first dollar amount transaction. You're not yeah. going to get rich on the entry. Like I always say that. If you're trying to get rich on the exam and the x-ray fee, you got to look at the real business model because you're probably not confident in your retention, right? Exactly. Because like, there's no real value exchange in chiropractic until somebody says, yes, I'll do the care and you deliver the goods. That's when exactly. value is physically delivered to the person. Exactly. There's a little value in saying, hey, here's the x-ray. Here's a problem. Here's what's going on. There's a little value in that, but there's no value exchange, right? Yeah. So that's the one thing too, is that like, when you're running social, like you got to have an offer. It can't be $200 for an entry point. You won't get any leads. That's just how it's going to work, right? So like you got to make sure that you have the right framework of a business model, you know, meaning that the economic engine has to make sense, you know, because like if we're bringing people in and the economic doesn't make sense, like it's just like the whole thing doesn't work. It doesn't matter how many leads you get. That's exactly right. And it's really what you're looking at is the lifetime value of the patient. So if we look at the lifetime value, the patient comes in on the 1st of January and you keep them for two and a half years, 
how much revenue do they add to your business over that two and a half year period of time? Well, it's going to be thousands of dollars, thousands and thousands of dollars over that period of time. If you're doing your job and you're delivering the goods and there is an exchange of a value, a transaction happens. So instead of looking to your point, you look at that first dollar and you're like, oh, well, I need $3.99 for that new patient, new chiropractic exam. Well, you're missing the whole point of the whole conversation. And that is what is the lifetime value? Somebody pays you $79 for a new patient exam, but you know that once you get them in the door, you're going to be able to keep them for two and a half years. Who gives a rip about the $79? Nobody exactly. cares. Exactly. It's sunk cost. You know what I mean? Yes. It's the cost yeah. of entry, you know? And yeah, I, I think that's the big thing, you know, is like getting over the hurdle is that like, we're not trying to get rich evaluating somebody. Maybe the goal is not to get rich entirely, but like, it's really to like add value to the person and to have lifetime care. And so a couple metrics that like, I look at that are like a little bit, maybe contrary, right? Maybe not contrary, but different than typical different. industry. Yeah. One is I don't typically like to look at like conversion rate a ton. I was obsessed with my own conversion rate for a lot of years, our docs conversion rate. I don't really look at that anymore. I look at units sold. How many units did you sell that month, right? Yeah. That's first and foremost, right? So that you sold, closed 10 new patients. That's 10 units, right? That's the first metric, right? So that's again, like how many people can we get in the business? The second is upfront cash collected. So how much are we collecting on that initial sale day one? And then what is our 90-day LTV? So Mm -hmm. 90-day LTV is really important because in marketing, it's expensive to get people in the door no matter what business you're in. So like you want to look and see like how fast are we liquidating the cost of acquisition? How, like it costs us money to get it in. So if we look at 90-day LTV and cash flow, we can start to determine like, okay, like if my 90-day LTV is three grand, I can spend a lot of money to acquire patients. Versus yep. if my 90-day LTV is, you know, 750, it's going to be more challenging. You know what I mean? Correct. So 90-day okay. LTV, upfront cash collected, units sold. And then we'll also look at basically one other revenue thing that's a little interesting. I look at revenue per show right? Which mm. essentially what that is, it's basically like it combines your sales and marketing efforts. It looks at every time somebody shows up in the clinic, how much money is produced. And it looks at how well sales and marketing are working together. Yep. And this, my friends, if you're listening and you're like, oh my gosh, all this language, like LTV, by the way, stands for lifetime value. But you know, what is the patient worth to the business is a lifetime value. And I want you to think about this as you're listening to what Jeff's saying. I want you to think about this with your CEO hat on. You cannot have this conversation thinking through the lens of a clinician because your job as a clinician is to serve. It's to see the patient and meet the need. The job of the clinician is never to look at the patient as a dollar sign, ever. That's not your job. If you have your clinician hat on, and that's a distinction I will die on a mountain for. You can't look at that patient as being a dollar sign as a clinician because you're serving them. That's your job inside the business. Mm-hmm. But the conversation that Jeff and I are having here is the conversation you have to have with your CEO hat on. This is your business hat. The business has to be profitable. And in order for it to make money, pay the overhead, pay you, give you the lifestyle you deserve, you've got to be able to make money. Mm-hmm. So what Jeff does is Jeff's going to help you get those leads in for chiropractors. You can take the same principle if you can figure out the secret sauce on the social ads But you can take the same principle, whether you're acupuncture or discipline, dentist, pharmacist, whatever you are in the functional medicine world, the same concept works. Jeff's just not going to be your ideal person because he's working with just chiropractors because he knows that market. 
So I love the distinction. This is such an important distinction. CEO versus practitioner. So if you're listening as a practitioner and you're like, I don't like this guy. He's too greedy. He's talking too much about money. You have the wrong hat on. Put the different hat on and then listen to this podcast again. Yeah, well said. Well said. And I tell you, know, I don't want people to be like, oh, that, you know, all he cares about money. But like, at the end of the day, like business, exactly. if you don't, if you don't make money, there is no serving. You know what I mean? Back to the airline, you know, way if this, if this bird goes down, what do they tell you? Put your own oxygen mask on first. And That's then it. in case of business, cash flow is oxygen. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. you don't have cash flow, like, you know, we're stuck, you know? Yep. That's exactly right. And, you know, you have to think about the service that you're providing for them, right? You are literally changing their life. Oh yeah. Big time. And you deserve to be compensated, you know? Yep, that's exactly and, right. And the truth is, is that in America, like most small businesses are underpriced. You know what I mean? Like we look at like businesses to like buy online, you know, and like with the idea that we can go in, we can add technology and then we can raise prices and we can basically double, if not triple the valuation of the business in two to three years and then still yeah. pay the same what the business was worth when we bought it, you know? So like, I think like if you're listening to like some low hanging fruit for, especially if you're cash based operation, like just do some fee evaluation. You know, I mean, I've helped yeah. so many people like double yeah. their fees, triple their fees. And honestly, their conversion hasn't changed at all, you know, in most mm-hmm. cases. Yep. And when you think about doing that, remember that when you're especially on a new patient fee, unless you're doing advertising, but just a standard, like somebody calls you and your new patient fee is whatever it is, if you're going to raise that price. The only people that knows what the old price was, was the person you talked to yesterday. Yeah, right. New exactly. person doesn't even know that the price went up. You could have tripled it and they don't know. They just no know idea. That's what the fee, they don't have a clue. So yeah, yeah, Joe, that's a really good distinction that you bring up is that like you grandfather people in. So Correct. if you're raising the fee, grandfather the patients in, and then all new ones are subjected to the new prices, yep, you know? That's and then exactly right. Yep. yep. So good stuff there. So Jeff, what are a few strategies that someone listening is like, oh, I don't know if I buy this, like I can hear it. The key just too money grabby. What are the things that a chiropractor could look at or any other practitioner in their business that would tell them or indicate that they may need to do a little bit of advertising, get out there and get some more awareness about what they're doing in their business? What are some markers or things that they could look at that would be indicators? that they are probably need to step it up a little bit. Yeah. I think humans are such that like one of the best emotions you can experience as a human being is fulfillment, right? So like if you really sit down and like, if you're a chiropractor and you know that you can deliver the goods and you can change people's life, the question is for you is like, are you really maximizing your potential, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you really maximizing it? You know, like, am I, are you like, I would say I'm not like, I'm still working to maximize mine. You're still working to maximize yours, you know? And so like, I think there's so much out there, you know what I mean? And so I think people get like in the shell of like, you know, how they've always done things or maybe like I can't because like, I don't deserve it. And it's always like a self-worth type thing. Yeah. And I think like for the sense of like the chiropractor listening or even the functional medicine or the other providers listening, it's like, this is like the new era of healthcare. Like it's going to become the industry. Like over the next like 15, 20 years, there will be a revolution in how people see healthcare. Otherwise people are just not going to live very long. You know what I mean? So like you're in a vehicle right now that can provide a boatload of change. And I think it comes down to like, sometimes like a self-worth thing, you know, it's like, why does a surgeon make a hundred thousand dollars for one surgery for, you know, five hours but you're struggling to get you, raise your price to 65 a visit. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. it's a self-worth thing, right? Yeah. And secondly, too, is that like from a monetary standpoint, like if you are serving people at the high level and you're having fun doing it and they're getting great results and they're giving you testimonials, but you're still not 
comfortable with where you're at financially with your family, your loved ones, you're worrying about your kids going to school and college, like maybe that's a sign that, hey, I am really good at being a clinician, but I just got to level up my business side. You know what I mean? Like I got to be able to just generate more of that abundance flow, you know? So I don't know if there's like one direct thing, but I think like just people know when they're going all in and when they're not, you know? So the question for you guys listening is like, are you going all in or are you leaving some on the table, you know? Yeah. And a lot of times there's money left on the table in a lot of ways in a practice, you know, follow-up appointments and missed appointments. And there's lots of money that's left on the table, low fees. But I do think that when you're ready and you've got a good business model and you've got the ability, you've got room to scale to your point, and you really are good at what you do. You can deliver the goods. You can get somebody in and give them a transformation, whatever your focus or your specialty is. And if you're a functional medicine practitioner, which most of my listeners are, you all know that you want those functional medicine patients. Well, geez, get the chiropractic ones in the door and then convert them over to functional medicine. Now you've got two places of revenue. So maybe that then becomes your funnel. You bring them in as chiropractic patients, and then you move them as part of your process over into that functional side, which I think is very doable. And I I've seen it happen so many times. So Jeff, I think that's genius. So thank you so much for taking the time to come and hang out with me on the podcast. Where can people find you? Yes. So I have another show, which you're going to be a guest on soon. I'm looking forward to it. Clinic Growth Secrets. So basically CGS, Clinic Growth Secrets. It's on Apple. It's on Spotify. It's on all major platforms. That's like where I put out Probably my most thoughtful content. I've been a little MIA, but I am actually just starting to get back into it now. Instagram is Jeff V, V as in the letter V, and then K-A-Y, Jeff V-K. And then if you want to email me directly, you can just email me at jeff.clinicgrowthaccelerator at gmail.com. And that goes right to me. What's your website? Where can they find you on a website? If you go to www.accelerateyourclinicgrowth.com, forward slash start. That'll take us to our primary landing page with testimonials and an opportunity to book a call time with me personally. I don't have an actual website. I know it's contradictory to a lot of people, but again, our original mentor said, if you're an online business, you're not doing over 10 million a year, screw the website. You know what I mean? So I just have a landing page. So www.accelerateyourclinicgrowth.com forward slash start. That'll take us to the testimonials, learn a little bit about the program. And to make sense, I'd love to have a conversation. That's awesome. I really do love this model. I love that you've niched down, you've found the people that you want to serve, and then you just keep dialing in, dialing in, dialing in, making your process better, getting better results for practitioners and getting their schedule full. Because if you can't do that, then you're not worth your weight and salt. Like, you know, they shouldn't be paying you if you can't deliver. That's right. That's right. And the thing is too, is like, we didn't really like cover a ton on it, but like the program itself is such that like, it can take people from zero to 20,000 a month, 20 to 50. I mean, we have some clients in here doing like 250,000 a month. You know what I mean? Wow. So like it has like an ability to be tailored depending on where you want to go, but it's all back to acquisition, getting leads, getting bookings, getting them to show, getting them to convert, getting them to stay, you know? That's it. And you know, practitioners are often, they say, oh, I hate being on social media. I don't like it. I don't know what to do. So they don't go on social media. But I always say, my example is, if you grow organic carrots and you are the best carrot farmer in the world, but you hate the guy who has the farmer's market, you're going to be over here broke, naked and starving Yeah, because you've got to go where the people are that want your carrots. And if a chiropractor or an acupuncturist or whatever it is that your specialty is, you've got to go to the place where your people are collecting and they're on social. 
That's it. it. Whether you like it or not, doesn't matter. You can't be mad at the farmer's market guy. No. I get that he's not your jam. Mark Zuckerberg may not be your jam. Fine, but he collects the people that are going to pay your bills. So stop complaining and get on there and go start to connect with the people that really do want and need what you have. And that's what Jeff, you and your company and your team do so well for chiropractors. So again, thank you so much for being on the podcast with me. I've loved it. I appreciate you so much, Rhonda. And I hope we get to do it again. And I look forward to having you on the show. And guys, I hope you guys got some value from us. And thanks again for having me on the show. It's been an honor. Yep, you're welcome. I'll make sure that we link everything that where all the places you can connect with Jeff. We will link those in the show notes if you didn't have a pen and paper and couldn't write it down fast enough. Was that a great interview or what? Jeff is such a he's the real deal. Like, you know how you, when you meet someone and you think you like, you know, you just kind of get a good vibe from them. You have a good feeling like, yeah, you are a good human being on this planet and I'm going to hitch my wagon to your buggy. That's not really the right way to say it, but you get what I'm saying. Anyway, you know, he's just a good guy and he's got a lot of integrity. He treats people right. I just thoroughly enjoyed this conversation as well as the other conversations that we've had. So if you want more information, if you are a chiropractor, because that's who they work with, please reach out to him. You can follow him on Instagram at Jeff VK, like Van Campen, but V-K-A-Y. You can go to his website, accelerateyourclinicgrowth.com, or you can check out his podcast, which I will be a guest on very soon. That's at Clinic Growth Secrets Podcast. And he's got a great resource that's just a clinic growth accelerator resource. It's actually a kind of a funny resource. I'm going to warn you. I asked him about it. I'm like, don't you have this in a PDF? And he goes, that's all I got. We're just busy around here. We just didn't fix it. But it's the print ready file, meaning it looks like something you would send to a printer. And so just download it and save it. And it's got amazing information. I mean, this whole podcast, this whole interview is worth that resource right there. But go connect with Jeff. Ask him questions if you feel like he would be a good fit for you for your marketing, especially your social media. But he has a great track record of bringing in amazing new people to your practice if you're a chiropractor and he does it with integrity. So anyway, thanks for joining me. I'm so glad you were on the listen to the podcast this week. Have an amazing rest of the week. Dial in on your business. Do one thing this week. Here's my request for you. Just do one thing this week that's going to help improve the way that you do business in your practice. Do just one thing this week, write an email, improve your new patient process, create a system, review your office policies, something that you can do in your business that's gonna move the needle forward. That's all you gotta do this week. It's the little steps taken over time that help you make big progress over a long period of time. So that's it, that's all I got for you. Have a great week, friends. See you next week on the Clinical Entrepreneur Podcast.